As most people do, I find myself wasting time on various social media platforms, alternating between Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, back to Facebook, like opening and closing the refrigerator in hopes that something new will appear. I'm usually late to the party when it comes to social media trends, but thanks to a couple close friends, I was somewhat ahead of the curve with TikTok. I enjoy the 60-second snippets of people making something, exploring, you know, just whatever. There is a lot, and I cannot stress this enough, a lot of different things going on on this platform, a lot of which I like to call social commentary, which, hey, that's fine. A new perspective is a chance to learn. So I come across one of these commentary videos, and it's a person talking about all the clicks that they don't like. Usually these can be chalked up to satirical and aren't anything to be taken seriously. But as the 60 seconds were nearing the end, they finished with, None of these groups are more annoying than Disney adults. I'd be lying if my heart didn't sink a little. To be fair, what took me so long to even begin this podcast was the fear of being made fun of for being a Disney adult. I was very concerned about what my friends and peers would think, but that feeling didn't last too terribly long because, well, here I am. So, to my dismay, my nightmare had come true. Being a Disney adult was viewed socially as a negative thing. I couldn't believe it. So, like any self-respecting person does who needs to further have their fears validated, I dove right into the comment section. But it was not what I was expecting at all. The comments were kind, loving, and all of them were almost in defense of the Disney adult. With some comments saying, I love the Disney adults in my life. They're the happiest, most pure people you will ever meet. The entire comment section was flooded with these. And as about as half as many were asking... What's a Disney adult? I view that as a great idea to make a podcast to sort of discuss and give my interpretation of what being a Disney adult is. I guess to become a Disney adult, you have to start out as a Disney kid. Like I said before, I grew up in the 90s. We had the Disney after school shows like Gargoyles, Tailspin, DuckTales, even the awesome Aladdin show. I had the white clamshell VHS tape, stuffed animals, the whole nine. And I loved it. Sure, I had other interests like I do now. In fact, they're really the same interests, just more advanced and expensive. But I think that's where we come from and how it evolves for us. It starts with just the love and joy from these moments, whether it's watching the movies or going to the parks. For me, it was simple. It was unbridled joy. It was pure, and it always had a moral behind it. So I knew I could grow as well as be entertained. As I grew older, the Disney magic was still fairly strong. I'd seen most, if not all, of the movies, but now I wanted to learn about the company. It became something that could be studied. I wanted to learn what made these films so good, what made the park so successful, what ups and downs came from creating the largest media conglomerate in the world. I never was into animation or anything like that. I've never been much of an art guy. I like what I like, but I can't tell you why I like it or even why it's good. Soon, I was out of high school, married, and had two kids. And as luck would have it, my wife loves Disney, too. So we meshed really well. We have little knickknacks and decorations across the house, as well as just an obnoxiously large pin collection. So by default, the magic was in full force, with Disney movies, dress up with the kids, all of it. I love being a parent. If anything, it's to be able to share the experiences I had with Disney with them as a kid. So far, everything seems fairly straightforward. I'd like to think that every parent shares the things that they loved as a kid with their kids. Disney is a lot easier, though, as most of it has aged way better than a Stretch Armstrong. Now, I'm an adult. Still liking Disney, but I really don't feel like a Disney adult. I still would read books about Imagineering, concepts for park rides, struggles from intercompany politics... 
I love the history of Disney as a company, but also Walt as a person. His life and his struggles were very relatable to me. It just resonated. Now, what I would define as my I am now a Disney adult and there is simply nothing you can do about it moment came from the first time I visited Disneyland. It was the first time my daughter and I had ever been, but it was my wife's second time, so she had a pretty good idea of how to make the most of the trip. Walking around the park, smelling the smells, tasting the tastes, seeing the characters and other people just so happy and enjoying themselves is enough alone to make the trip magical. But it was one moment above all else that cemented my love for Disney. After reading and learning and knowing how much this park meant to Walt and all the things he went through to get there, it was a single sign, small, that sits subtly above the entry hall to Main Street USA that reads, Here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. It hit me. It still hits me. And I'd be lying if I wasn't tearing up thinking about it. It took a lot of courage to start a podcast. It took even more courage to let the people around me know that I wanted to make a podcast about Disney, but I did, and I'm proud. And that's all that matters. We don't measure our victories through anyone else's eyes but our own. For me, this is a solid victory. I get to share, every week, stuff that I love, and that's all that matters. But that's the exact point right there. We love what we love and don't really care what other people think. And that's why we have social commentary made about us in a negative light. We are positive, happy, inspiring, and most importantly, confident. We grew up watching the struggles of these amazing animated characters. We watched how they overcame their struggles, and we applied that to our own lives. And guess what? It worked. We find strength in knowing our struggles are shared, and knowing we aren't alone. It also helps that we all seem to have a penchant for pineapple ice cream and tikis. I feel that this is true for any fan base, though. We find strength and joy in others. But for me and Disney, it really does feel like some sort of magic. The romance of classic Hollywood, the fantasy, the idea of a great big beautiful tomorrow. All of these things bring me joy. And if you're listening, odds are it does for you, too. And that's all that matters. Protect your happiness. It's yours only. I'm by no means a professional. I'm just passionate. I've been researching, which I don't even like to call it that because it's purely for fun. I mean, sure, my dream job would be to work for the Walt Disney Archives, and that day may come. But until then, I'm just going to kick back, listen to the Pirates Ride music, light my bromine-scented candle, and dream. Thank you so much for joining me this week with the Armchair Imagineer podcast. I'm your host, Nick. I apologize for its tardiness. Unfortunately, sometimes the real world finds its way over here. But next week, we will be back at our normal time. No worries at all. Be sure to like and follow us on your podcast platform of choice, as well as joining us on social media.